Chai there. there. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. Hey, Allie. Hey, Julia. Guess how I'd pay for your love? How? In Starbucks. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Julia! Allie! Can you tell me all about Starbucks, please? Because all I know is Weird Octopus Lady. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, I can. I did a ridiculous amount of research. Okay, but before we get into that, how are you brewing? <laughs> I'm brewing great. I have a lot to catch you up on, apparently. <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm, like, thrilled that I get to finally go on vacation for the first time and like I don't know it's been too long the last time I went on vacation was to go visit little brother which was mm-hmm. in Arizona but that's been like I think two months ago now and then we went up to Virginia for like a very quick re- weekend so that did not feel like a vacation at all mm-hmm. but we're going to the Outer Banks for like a week and I'm just I'm ready to be in the sun nice That'll be fun. Yeah. And then this past weekend, our old roommate moved down to Charleston. So we were helping him move in. And that has been awesome. So like he's literally right up the road from us. And we have a friend in the area again. Yay! Yay! And then at work, I was denied a promotion. But I mean, the only reason was because I haven't been with the company long enough. Okay. Fine. But now they know I'm ambitious. Yeah. yeah. And now once you're there long enough. Mm-hmm. Well, once I'm there long enough, the job's definitely going to be gone. Well, I'm sure another one will open up. I hope so. Uh, maybe maybe just the right job is waiting. Mm-hmm. We went just shopping with our friend. Yeah. Because it's her wedding. And yeah. that'll be exciting. Yes. And, and we was- had cookies and champagne at 10 a.m. Dude, that, that was the best <laughs> champagne I've ever had, though. Uh-huh. Did we ever get a picture of it? Because it was really good and I need to buy more. Uh, I think her mom has a picture. Perfect. I'm just going to hit her up and be like, hey, you got that picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, just text the group chat. She's going to be like, dude, it's 7 a.m. Why are you texting me? Because <laughs> I need champagne now. <laughs> what do we want? Champagne. When do we want it? <laughs> <laughs> what do I want at 6.30 in the morning? Absolutely. <laughs> And then this past week was Toulouse's Gotcha Day. And that's Aww. been like the past four weeks. <laughs> nice. How are you, Bruin? Um, let's see. I got my condo almost completely painted. Nice. Going back tomorrow to do the closets, which will be interesting. Um, I recently changed my offices around at work, which was fantastic because I got a promotion a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that another coworker could go part time, but now I moved downstairs into her office, and I have a door I can close and immediate access to the bathroom. Those are two very important things. <laughs> that just means I can drink more coffee at work and not have to worry about running down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my way! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's exciting. Um, what else? Nice. Chadwick's uh, Gotcha Day is coming up. It's actually on July fourth. Oh. Which is exciting. Well, I guess by the time this episode goes live, it will have passed. But from when we're recording, it's coming up. That's exciting. I mean, we gained our independence, but he lost his and gained a home. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he already had a home to begin with. He just moved homes. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. 
Oops, but yeah. <laughs> so that's about all I got going on. Gotcha from downstairs. <laughs> Ooh. You want to get into our quick fire question of the day? Yeah. Sugar or a different sweetener? Okay, that one is tricky because my instinct says regular sugar because I like regular sugar. But the old lady in me that is used to the way I grew up says alternative. So like I mentioned, my parents had equal growing up in the house, which is the little blue packet, if you don't know. And I really like the taste of it. So I like if I'm at a restaurant and they have the whole bowl of sugars on the table, I'm always going to go for the artificial first. And I know I shouldn't, but I do. Well, that's fair. I uh, actually, when I was growing up, my stepmom was the biggest coffee drinker in the house and she used Splenda in everything. Like when we went to Dunkin', it was a large iced coffee mm-hmm. with cream and four Splenda specifically. <laughs> so much Splenda. So much Splenda. But it, I mean, I guess if you use the sugar, it's a little worse. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I don't know. But I've I've grown out of Splenda and moved into if I use any sweetener, it's going to be sugar. Just straight I need sugar. to get a little jar that makes me want to use it. I, I have mine in a jar currently. I have my beans in one jar and my sugar in another one and brown sugar in a third jar. And Oh my goodness, that's very adorable. Pleasing. <laughs> I have also heard of using maple syrup as a sweetener. I, I'm obsessed with maple flavor. So like every fall I'm looking for anything that tastes like maple syrup. Mm-hmm. And I've yet to be able to satisfy that craving. Um. I know the boy always puts maple syrup in his coffee when we go to Waffle House or IHOP. Yes. That is like his number one go-to creamer. He won't even put the cream, just, <laughs> just the syrup. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Hear me out. Okay. Maple syrup mm-hmm. and vanilla creamer mm-hmm. in the blueberry coffee. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, if I get a good maple syrup, yes. Even Yeah, I was going to say even better. You could get blueberry maple syrup. They make that. They do make that. We we had it a lot growing up, and it is delicious. Where do you find that? Can you find that at Walmart? Maybe. I haven't looked. There's It's somewhere. You know what? Harris Teeter's right here. I could get, I could get that. Probably. Har- Harris Teeter has everything. We also have uh, fresh markets here. They have a lot. Do we have what? I don't think we have a fresh market. I don't know if they're a whole franchise. I know we have two. I don't know if there's any beyond the two. Whole Foods has fancy things too. I could try Whole Foods. No, World Market. <laughs> let's That's go, what I'm thinking of. Let's go on a, a fancy, a semi fancy grocery store adventure. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the chronicles of this grocery store, slightly outside of my budget. <laughs> <laughs> First store I walk into is Target. <laughs> Anyway. Anyways. (laughs) Cool. So before I get into my copious amounts of information about Starbucks, I would like to introduce our inside man, my little brother, Tim, who used to be a Starbucks barista. Hello, everybody. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, cool. Hi, Tim. Um, so before we get into your interview, I would like us to try our designated Starbucks drinks. So for the record, I had all of us go to our local baristas and ask them for their favorites. So we have some people to thank and some drinks to try. Um, would we like 
my beautiful co-host to start. Oh, shucks. I, uh, before I jump too far into it, I just want to say when I was talking to them, I told them that my co-host had the idea to ask them for their favorite drink and they were like, oh my God, she sounds amazing. So Aww. a shout out back to you. <laughs> I can't say this is probably the most fun I've ever had ordering at a Starbucks because <laughs> I, I walked up and I said, hey, I have a weird request. Can you just make me your favorite drink so I can talk about it on a podcast? And the whole team turned and looked at each other and went, what drink do we want to make? Ooh, do we want to make a mocha? Ooh, do we want to make a this? And then they're like, do you want caffeine? I was like, yes, please. And then they, the whole team worked together to make it. So that is awesome. That was super fun. And the one who ended up bringing it up for me, her name was Maddie. So shout out to Maddie at the Carolina Forest Starbucks, but also the whole team. Thanks, Maddie and team. <laughs> and together, they made me a nitro cold brew white mocha with vanilla salted foam. Oh my gosh. Wow. Which uh, they actually did have me try it before I left because they wanted to see how what I thought. But oh my gosh, it's fantastic and I highly, highly recommend it. So what did you think about it? It's So I'm the type of person that can't drink too much sweet in the morning. And the salted foam is perfect for like a little bit of salt that amps up the bitter but also amps up the white mocha flavor. And I think this is my new favorite drink now. Really? Uh-huh. It's, it's great for summer. It reminds me of eating s'mores. Because of the like the salt that I sometimes get on the graham cracker plus the sweet and the it's creamy and oh my gosh, it's mm-hmm. so good. I, I almost asked whether it was hot or iced and then I remembered you said cold brew. So it's mm-hmm. uh, probably cold, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yep, it is cold. And uh, I took a picture of it half drunken. So that'll be on Instagram. Okay. But you can still see the foam <laughs> sitting on top. Perfect. <laughs> But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the team over at that Carolina Forest Starbucks is, they just look like they were having the time of their lives. Because even the manager came out from the back to be like, I want to be a part of this. Aww. <laughs> so if you're listening, I love you guys. And I will absolutely be back soon. All right. I guess I'm taking a road trip because their staff sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what did you guys get? Uh, Tim, what did you get? So I wanted to give a shout out to Cam and the team at the Gloucester Starbucks. Um, They were also incredible. Cam, you know, made sure that my drink was on the house that he had suggested and did his own thing. And then the team also heard what they were doing. And they're like, well, we also need to choose one for him. Um, So they also gave me a second one in the house. So they, you know, totally killed it today. And I didn't have to spend any money, which was awesome. That's nice. Cam's favorite drink was a grande iced white mocha. He did that with three pumps of the white mocha, made it sure it was a triple shot. And then two pumps of the cinnamon dolce. And I am trying it for the first time right now. So it's definitely got like that kind of traditional Starbucks white mocha base to it. Uh, The cinnamon dolce, um, I think does give it a little bit extra. I'm not much on the white mocha, but just, I think the cinnamon gives it a nice twist to it. It is definitely very refreshing. Um, Very sweet, but I like that a lot. I learned recently that I like cinnamon dolce flavors and I, I, for a long time, I didn't know that I liked cinnamon at all because I was overwhelmed by cinnamon rolls as a kid. So I was like, yeah, I don't want cinnamon ever again. And I tried it recently. I was like, oh, that's really good. So Tim, what's your second drink? So uh, this, I think the entire staff just wanted to do like a general fan favorite. I don't think they had anything too specific. Cam's order definitely had a lot of variation to it. They had just suggested that I get the oat chicken espresso. It's one of their newer drinks that they released in the spring, but with some extra pumps in it. Wait, I need you to say that again because I heard oat chicken espresso. Well, that sounds delicious. (laughs) um, 
oat shaken espresso, uh, which they added in the spring. Uh-huh. Um, I remember when they added it, I did not like making it. Um, <laughs> uh, and they just do it with a few extra pumps to give it some flavor. So let's see how that one tastes. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know how to describe this. Uh, a lot sweeter than the white mocha. Um, I can taste the oats a lot more, which sounds like I'm just reading off the name. Uh, <laughs> I haven't gotten a try- chance to try this. I think they have some cinnamon in this as well. Um, it's very good. It's very sweet, um, but definitely has a lot kind of more full flavor than the uh, white mocha does. The white mocha is just kind of a sweet, refreshing drink. This one has a lot of different tones that you can kind of pick up on. Okay. Mm. It's very hard to describe, but it's very good. Does one or the other taste more like coffee or is it like, this is way too sweet? Uh, I think it's interesting with Starbucks. I think, you know, when I think of, you know, stereotypical coffee, it's, you know, the, I do black coffee or a little bit of sugar in the morning with whatever I'm brewing. Mm -hmm. Um, And Starbucks is kind of its own thing. It's like almost a dessert coffee that you have with it. So neither of these really taste like a stereotypical coffee. I will say that the white mocha definitely tastes a lot more what I would think of when I think of a Starbucks drink. Mm -hmm. And this tastes like a kind of almost like a uh, artisan coffee shop, like their own personal blend. Whenever you go to different, you know, local coffee shops, they kind of have their own recipes and stuff like that that are a little bit more unique um this definitely tastes a lot more like that almost some chai in it it's very strange yeah that sounds delicious Mm -hmm. it's very good yeah they're both very good nice okay guys i have a drink that i would never ever order so i'm very scared to try it all right so i want to thank chrislin and the team at my local Starbucks in West Ashley, um, they were extremely busy. So I only got to speak with Chrislyn. She was awesome. Uh, she was so excited that I was talking to her about something that wasn't just my order. <laughs> she like, she was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And she's been there for seven months. So she's had a little bit of experience uh, with the seasons. And she gave me a venti iced green tea and guava lemonade with three pumps of pineapple ginger. I don't like green tea and I don't like lemonade and I don't like pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a venti. (laughs) She specifically said venti. So we're going to give it a little mixy mix. And then we're going to try this. It smells really good. This is delicious. It doesn't taste like green tea. Has it changed your opinion of green tea? I mean, it doesn't taste like green tea to me, so I'm going to say no. (laughs) The guava is strong. It reminds me of a refresher. Uh, Mm. It's really hard to describe this. It's just sweet, but not in your face sweet. Mm-hmm. it's so good I really like it oh it's the pineapple that's coming through the most hmm. this is delicious I'm very happy with this oh yay I was worried for a second there that you were going to have to like give it to Mike or something I mean I got him his own drink and I'm sure he would have drink had this one too so <laughs> but this is absolutely delicious 
Um, she said she loves working there, and I am super impressed. Awesome. The Starbucks were really stepping up to it. Yeah, they, they did an incredible job. They're, the whole atmosphere, they, they had um, a trans flag hanging below the cash register. Nice. nice. Yeah. And that's part of some of the things that I'm going to go into detail about uh, while we're talking about Starbucks. But they are incredibly progressive. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, this is awesome. Uh, but if y'all want to sip on that, we have plenty of questions to ask our guest star. Yes. Okay, Tim, I have some questions for you. Hit me. What was your title while you were working at Starbucks? When I was working there, I was just a straight up barista. Um, I had originally uh, interviewed for a store manager position. And when I did the interview, they were very happy with me. I've had some management experience, but they wanted me to have a few months of working as a barista under my belt before I moved to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never made it past a few months, so I never <laughs> got to be a store manager. So just barista, I guess. Well, that brings me to my next question. How long were you a barista for? Maybe two months. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It's a lifetime career right there. Yes, yes. How did you become a barista? What made you want to be a barista? I've always been a big fan of Starbucks. Um, I like the atmosphere whenever I go in. I recently uh, drove cross country. I was moving back from Arizona to Virginia. And anytime I had to stop for food, to use the bathroom, I typically stopped at a Starbucks. Um, Most places were very clean and like you had mentioned, very progressive and very kind. Mm -hmm. And when you are in some backwoods places of New Mexico or Tennessee, that's kind of the only place you want to stop. (laughs) Um, They're very friendly. So I've always liked the environment and they paid extremely well for, you know, a a starting job um, in terms of you know, minimum wage versus how they do kind of competitive pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seemed like to be a very wonderful environment to be around. So I I was happy to go there. It's just kind of hopping in between jobs. It seemed like a really nice place where if, you know, I wanted just a job for the meantime, it, it was a nice place to be working at. And it also had some career opportunities. They seem to really respect their individual members of their team and try to promote people where it's due and give credit where it's due. Um, so that seemed really nice. If I was going to be there for longer, then it would have been a place that would have respected the amount of effort that I'd put in, which I, I value in a company. That's awesome. Um, did you like being a barista for the short time that you worked there? I liked working at Starbucks. Um, I liked working (laughs) the window because it was so nice to talk with people and I've got a, I've got a very nice customer service voice. Um, I've, you know, I enjoyed working just with the different people who were there because, you know, the people who are employed, um, they're, they're typically my kind of people. I like how nice they are, how accepting they are, how progressive they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a terrible barista, absolutely <laughs> horrible. Um, I probably have more mistake drinks than anybody else. Just things that were like supposed to be strawberry refreshers. I was like, I guess these get like three shots of espresso and just oh, really- no. <laughs> just destroyed them so was i a good barista no um was i very apologetic and smiling when i messed up drinks absolutely um so i liked working at starbucks i was horrible when they're like hey do you want to be on the line no no i don't i actually no (laughs) would you say that you're better at like taking their orders rather than making them exponentially better okay yeah yeah. What was your favorite thing about being a barista? Um, to be frank, I loved 
um, first, I like the different kind of people there. There's, I like the different people that would come in and the regulars that you kind of get to know. There was always one lady who showed up at five o'clock on the dot every day and got the same drink. And I got to know her, got to know what she was working at and just have those conversations with her. And those people that you speak to at the very beginning or the very end of a shift, um, if they're regulars, um, they're very nice people and you get to learn so much about them. And it's cool to just interact with people like that. Um, what I liked about being an employee, uh, Starbucks is very generous in their benefits for just what can be considered a, you know, a first food job or a first, you know, job in the restaurant business. They're offering retirement benefits. Um, you can get stock options if you're interested. Uh, the uh, Cam, who I spoke with this morning, um, is getting his entire college paid for by Starbucks minus a few textbooks. They were mm-hmm. offering they offer an undergraduate program through ASU online for yes. everybody at least. So when I was in Arizona, uh, about half the people working there were getting their degree and most of it paid for by Starbucks, which is incredible just to be able to get people who are working a restaurant job, trying to get degrees and stuff. And I've been in a position where I've been working in restaurants while getting a degree. And it would have been nice if that restaurant was paying for that degree. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's extremely awesome of them. Um, I unfortunately had already, or fortunately had already finished my, uh, undergrad at that point. So I couldn't be getting any classes for them, but they definitely gave me free drinks and free food, which I am a big fan of. That's really um, nice. They, we used to sell Starbucks coffee, so it was not a Starbucks establishment and we did mm-hmm. not get anything for free. We got half price no. if it was mm-hmm. a good day. You didn't have like a, a partner number that you could use. Cause I could use it at any Starbucks anywhere. No, because get... we weren't technically a Starbucks. That's unfortunate. Yeah. We, I... we were a, a Barnes and Noble cafe. So everything mm-hmm. we had was owned by Barnes and Noble. So it was Barnes and Noble rules, but we served mm-hmm. Starbucks coffee and drinks. So like we didn't have like cake pops or anything like that. Yeah. But we also had a partnership with cheese fa- the cheesecake factory. So Ooh, nice. we sold cheesecake. I wouldn't say that I abused their food and drink system, <laughs> but I definitely pushed it right to the limit of where they would have. So by the time I finished working there, I think my last day working there, um, just from being on the clock and from the drinks I had gotten before and after work, I had like 11 plus shots of espresso. And I was like, I, okay, I've got to wean myself down or this is going to be very dangerous and very expensive because I don't have an espresso maker at home or anything. Um, and that that's going to add up pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely liked all the benefits on top of um, just the general atmosphere of working there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that, that's hilarious. (laughs) What was your least favorite thing about being a barista? Please Um, add as many details as you would be comfortable adding, because I want to hear all of this. Starbucks is a bit of a double-edged sword in terms of how creative they can get with their drinks. As we talked about today, there's a ton of variation on the different drinks. Like you could get an ice, you know, today, an ice white mocha. I've heard of it plenty of times, but all the different variations that you can get to it, um, make it a completely different drink. And this doesn't even taste like something that I would have, you know, recalled as a white mocha. Um, that's very cool as a customer, as someone who, like I said, is not good at making drinks. Uh, <laughs> the amount of variations you can see, you, like a mobile order is usually, you know, you get the sticker printed off and it's, you know, about two inches tall or something like that. And you can stick it in a drink. We've had ones that are like four or six inches long because of all the variations. And it is, horrible just how much you can do a drink it's, 
Like, oh, you got this, right? No, I, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I would say my sticker right now from her variations were is about three inches. Yeah, that's that's probably pretty close to mine as well. But mm-hmm. it's just just imagine double that. It's <laughs> um, so the different kinds of vari- the number of variations that you can have and the different kinds of things that you can add, you just don't hear of. Um, and when you're just kind of starting off, that can be a little bit daunting and some things sound very similar. Um, I'll go ahead and admit that there is a sweet cream and there's a vanilla sweet cream. I don't know if they're the same. <laughs> I, I've made drinks for months and they said with vanilla sweet yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. If you wanted vanilla and you didn't get it, I'm really sorry. I don't know how to make Or the cold foam. That was horrible. I could not. They're like, I'll get the caramel. Vanilla sweetened, no fat, cold foam. And I was like, I'm just going to make cold foam and hope it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even like no fat. Did you use skim milk? I I think I used skim milk for that. They were like, this doesn't taste like it normally does. I'm pretty sure we changed the recipe. Just just trying to get through the rush. I'm so sorry, whoever I made my drink for. Like, if you didn't come back and get a professional to make it, I'm sorry. I I ruined your drink that day. Well, by definition, I think you're a professional because you're getting paid for this. Yeah. I will say that Starbucks has an extremely extensive uh, training program. Um, It was several weeks long of, you know, each different part of it. And you had to be you had someone training you the entire time with online modules and a lot of different stuff. And then you were shadowed once all that was complete. Um, I will say at least the, at the location that I was at, um, I could have been shadowed a little bit longer on bar. Um, but other than that, they, they're pretty rigorous in their training. So I guess it's fair to assume that I could make a drink. Um, I guess I just dropped the ball. On. <laughs> even, even though they held my hand, I dropped the ball completely. <laughs> What's well, actually funny is my drink originally was supposed to have the vanilla sweet cream cold foam. And then halfway through making it, they switched it to the salted cold foam, which actually enhanced the flavor. But yeah. That's just proving what you said. It's complicated. They're really good. I just don't know how to make them. And it's, you know, <laughs> I felt so bad for my coworkers. And you, you have, to, I can't imagine being a, a rude person working there as a new person. Because if your coworkers don't like you and you're asking them 400 questions a day about the same drink, nobody's going to like, you have to be extremely nice or you just, nobody's going to help you. And you need the help when you're working there because there's, so many different options. I think it took mm-hmm. me several weeks to figure out some of the most basic drinks, the ones that were ordered every day, like a caramel macchiato versus having a cappuccino. I was like, I don't know the difference. They're the same thing, but they're backwards and I'm dyslexic and that's hard. <laughs> I know you mentioned on, I think it was episode two for you guys, yeah. had brought up the, the caramel macchiato and you had brought up the Starbucks one. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a moment oh because that's Lord. pretty much... That's pretty much the staple of Starbucks. I mean, that that was the first Starbucks drink that I got. I got a hot caramel macchiato at the Richmond International Airport was the first time I ever got Starbucks. I have a very vivid memory of that. Yeah. And it was it was delicious. It was so good. I think I still added a little bit of sugar because I was, you know, I was a little kid, so I really liked the sugar. Um, if you're ordering a caramel macchiato and you like all the different parts of it, stop. Stop doing that. If, if that's your favorite drink, that's okay. But I think you need to kind of understand what's kind of going into it. The, there is, and I, you might've mentioned this as well. The caramel macchiato is a little bit of caramel with a vanilla latte. That's it. And you're paying for less shots as well. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned that. Just 
Think of all the things that you think are in a caramel macchiato and just ask for them. Say, I'd like these many shots, I'd like some caramel in it, and I'd like whatever syrup you want. That could be the vanilla, but just make sure you're not paying for what you... Just make sure that you're not paying for all those parts, but less of them. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. It's it's the biggest... The biggest disappointment of working there is that it, they're just adding a little bit of caramel to everything and calling it a completely new drink. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a lot of different options, but all these people, they would try a vanilla latte. They're like, hmm, this kind of tastes like the caramel macchiato. And I was like, I couldn't say it. I was like, it is the caramel macchiato. <laughs> <laughs> I think Julia and I did that same thing at Dunkin' one day because I got, was it an iced coffee with the pumpkin? And then you got the pumpkin latte. Yes. And you tried it and you're like, this is just the same thing, but like $2 cheaper. Uh huh. And from yeah. then on, I only got the pumpkin coffee because it was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's just... I, th- I think the people at Starbucks, from what I've seen, are very nice and informative. And nobody's going to lie to you when you ask them anything. But there seems to be a lot of misconfusion about what you're ordering. If I were to order a hot latte or a cappuccino, I think it should be kind of explained that the only difference is the amount of time that you foam it. And which, you know, the amount of time that you foam it just causes it to have a little bit more foam. Mm-hmm. But I think people kind of have stereotypical ideas about what coffee is or what cappuccinos are what lattes are and they don't realize that they're all kind of the same yeah so just kind of being more informed about that make sure that you can get not only the best coffee for your you know what you're paying for um but what you're actually going to get stuff like that so i would i would just try to see what the ingredients are or just ask your local barista who isn't me and who's well informed (laughs) uh, who can actually give you a good answer um to find out what you want best for it. For the most part, they have a whole section on their website for um, like health reasons. And they'll mm-hmm. list all of the ingredients that go into a specific mm-hmm. drink for calorie counts. And mm-hmm. you could basically just order it that way. Yeah, you should definitely check out. They have a pretty good app. And again, I was horrible there when people come up. They're like, hi, I have, you know, I knew, I knew how to like redeem stars because that was pretty basic. Um but people would be asking questions about the app and I've been working there for like a month and a half and still didn't have the app and was just basically throwing away money. I was horrible. I, I was the worst representative Starbucks could have had. Um, and here you are representing Starbucks. And here I am representing Starbucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that I'm going to have to go into witness protection after this, after speaking out against the coffee giant. So um, I don't have a brother. I'm a single child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you will, you will be a single child, but. So, the lesson of the day is when you go to Starbucks, don't pay extra just for the name. Correct. Yeah, I would just make sure that whenever you see a new drink, ask what the ingredients are. And when in doubt, I, th- I think just know what individual parts of a drink you would like and ask for them specifically. And if someone says, oh, we, you know, we have that drink and it's called this, that's that's totally fine. Just make sure it has all the parts that you're asking for. Um, but I, w- I would say it's more important to know what parts of a drink you like more than what drink total because if you just say oh i like a caramel macchiato you might be paying a little bit more you might i like triple or double shots of espresso and stuff and you're not going to get that for you know a grande caramel macchiato Mm -hmm. um so there's different ways you can order stuff and just the different variations of milk uh cream different um uh syrups and stuff like that um i would i would just make sure you know those parts i think that's a little bit more important than just the name like you had mentioned nice Okay, this is a big one, especially for me, because I am extremely interested. 
what was it like operating a drive through at Starbucks? Um, I think I'm trying to remember all of my extensive, very extensive restaurant and food service experience. That might've been my first drive through. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very nice. They have it set up where it's just when it's a few people in the, when it's in the morning and nobody really comes at like five o'clock in the morning. Um, there's only three people on the floor and then at closing, which is at nine, um, it's maybe five people on the floor. So they only have one person working the window when it's a little bit slower mm-hmm. during your lunch rush or breakfast rush or anything like that. They've got one person on DTO, which is one camera or which is one screen working the actual drive through ordering. Oh. And then um, when it's a little bit busier, they also have someone working DTW, which is drive through window. So that's the person who's giving them their drinks, talking with them, ringing them up, stuff like that, making sure they're, they've got everything while they're waiting, different straws, uh, cup holders, um, stuff like that. Um, I think Starbucks is really good about, they want to make it a very personal feel. Uh, when people are coming through the drive-through, they don't want it just to be like, welcome McDonald's, you know, it's going to be, you know, they don't, they don't want it to feel just like you're getting food or something. They want you mm-hmm. to feel welcome. And that's, it is built into their training system and you are, you will be, you know, kind of reprimanded if you're not very personable at the window and stuff like that. So when you're working on DTO, which is that drive-through ordering, um, you're asking people how their day was before you get the coffee started and then you make suggestions if they need it. And then when it comes time for them to pull forward, a lot of times when you go through a, drive, a Starbucks drive through they're not going to tell you how much it is. I've noticed that. They'll display it on the screen. And some people still do. And I, I've slipped into doing it on accident because when you say it's going to be 10, 11, pull forward, um, it feels very like you're just there for food. Mm-hmm. It, they like to say, uh, we'll see you at the window or let's keep talking when you pull forward. I'll see you in just one second. Something like that, that almost feels like you're talking to a friend. Obviously, you know what you're there for, but they kind of want to give it the illusion that you're talking with someone that you enjoy being around. And in terms of uh, restaurant workers and uh, food and beverage workers, it is someone you prefer to be around. Like I said, I went out of my way to go to just those places because they were a lot kinder. Mm-hmm. Um so when you get up to the drive through window person, if they're not the same person, um, they're asking you how their day was, if you need anything. And if it takes a second to get your drink ready for you, you're asking them where they're going, what the rest of their day looks like. Are you getting off work, going to work, got any fun plans this weekend, stuff like that. And it's it's built into their training. If anytime you go, wow, that was a really nice Starbucks worker. That's probably true. He was very nice, but he's been trained to be that way. He or she's been trained to be that way. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I always thought that they so, were just super pleasant people. I had no idea that it was scripted. And I, I don't think, I don't want to give it, I don't want to say that it's too horribly scripted. I do think that people who are working at Starbucks tend to be a little bit kinder. It's a specific type of person who applies to work at Starbucks and mm-hmm. a specific type of person who gets the job at Starbucks. Um, but I will say that Starbucks is also um, encouraging them to express that behavior and make people feel welcome. Aww. Do you have an example of what your drive-through voice sounds like and maybe an order? Can you give me like a little scene? Can you take Julia's order, please? Yeah, can I? Yes, yes, that'd be perfect. All right. Yeah, so, okay, hold on real quick. It, I think it is worth noting 
for anybody who goes through a Starbucks drive-thru, I don't know, sometimes it's more obvious. There is a little camera, they can see you. Anytime you're making motions or anything, but you wouldn't believe how many people don't understand that there's a camera there. Like, you can see me? And it's like, we can, we can see you. <laughs> there was one time I was like, and I sneezed and they said, thank you. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had to work in the drive-thru um, near the end of my career. Um, they had us turn on our camera. So do y'all have a screen on y'all yes. as well? People are horrified of that. They have never <laughs> seen that before. They're like, oh, wow, you, you can see me? First of all, it's, it's them understanding that you can see them. Mm -hmm. And second of all, they don't know where to look anymore. They're usually looking at their friends or something or looking just kind of around or at the menu. And now they're looking for the camera wherever it is. Um, so This is completely changed the ordering game. I just, I just want everybody to know that if you think you can't be seen, if your friends are, you know, making obscene gestures while you're trying to order, they can see you and everybody's laughing at you. Do not pick your nose while in the drive-thru. Correct. <laughs> also, it is, for the most part, it is not just the person working the window who has a headphone on. Everybody in the store has it. So they can, it's, it's you know, for efficiency that they can get a jump start on your order and stuff, but if, if you say something funny, it's not just that one person that worked in the window who's going to hear you. Everybody's going to hear you. And Everyone heard me sneeze. Everyone heard <laughs> oh you sneeze. Yeah. It was yeah. the same at McDonald's. We'd have people come through and they'd be like, yeah, can I get a bowl of spaghetti? And everyone in the restaurant just turns and looks at each other like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, I'm so embarrassed by all the things I've said. I asked yeah. McDonald's once if I could get 40 nuggets. <laughs> that's not the worst i've had people order 25 mcdoubles oh my god <laughs> what kind of party are you having and can i come over <laughs> i will say also uh the way that the the drive-thru it's you can't hear everything 24 7 outside um while you have the headphones on it's it's a motion sensor system so that when anybody pulls up it's a ding and then you hear usually like a low rumbling of their car or like birds outside or something and then you start talking with them if you have a truck that is 20 feet tall and you have to get a step ladder to get out of it. Just do us all a favor and turn your truck off just while you're ordering. Cause it hurts everybody's ears. Nobody can hear you. It's, it's a lot. And I probably have some hearing loss from just different individuals with, who are very proud of their vehicles pulling up to the drive through. <laughs> all I hear is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's also funny when you can speak at a normal level whenever you're ordering oh. because some people ah! just screaming at you and you see everyone who's wearing a, a headset in the in the office just pulls it off their ear and just cringes and it's it's really funny it's really looks very coordinated and someone who's like ordering on the inside just kind of looking around very confused why everyone just took this off at the same time They're like man weird glitch in the matrix. <laughs> Everybody takes their earbud off and breaks out. In yeah, the dance they're room. like, I guess it's six oh two, so everyone takes off their earbud. I don't know. <laughs> so, if you have a loud car, if you have a loud voice, if you are have a parakeet in your car with you, um, silence whatever you can. Uh, R.I.P. to the parakeet. Um, oh, no. But. <laughs> Just try to be considerate. And obviously, you can't help turning your car on and off, but it is very sensitive. Have you tried so turning it on and off again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Alternatively, you could just go inside to order. This is true. Yeah, yeah. 
or if what usually happens, uh, somebody comes to the drive-through, I make their coffee, and then they end up coming back inside because I've messed something up. <laughs> That's it, they can do both. Borgino roast dos. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay, anyway, I'm ready to take cool. my order now. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm getting my customer voice ready. I've been working in financial technology for a while. I don't think I've used it in a while. So, <clears throat> I, trust me, it never dies. Ever. Okay. Go ahead. So you pull up rum, and just rum, say rum, ding. Rum, Thank you for choosing Starbucks. My name's Tim. What can I get started for you this afternoon? Hi, Tim. I would like a grande flat white with cinnamon dolce, please. All right. So grande cinnamon dolce flat white. Yes. And oh, can I have and... almond milk, please? Yeah. You want that substituted or added with it? Substituted, please. And was this going to be hot or iced? Hot. Okay. All right. So I've got that grande hot. See, I'm not really good at this anymore. Um, <laughs> well, you would also have a screen in front of you clicking everything, right? This is true. I would, Yeah, I would be putting it into the screen. And that is the hardest screen in the world to memorize. So we've got that for you. Um, if you want to pull up to the window, I'll see you there and be able to help you out in just one second. Okay, thanks. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> As I'm having war flashbacks right now. <laughs> um, you did not ask me what my name was. Oh my gosh, I did not ask you. <laughs> you also didn't ask her how her day was going. I didn't ask. Well, yeah, if she had pulled up to the window, I would be asking her how her day was going, if she had any fun plans, was she working? Um, and my favorite thing about working the window was seeing a dog in a car because I immediately, they're like, they say they're drinking, they go to pull forward. I'm like, whoa, aren't you, aren't you, aren't you forgetting something? You know, something <laughs> just along this. It's like, could I, could I get that handsome young boy a puppuccino? And they're always so excited about that. And if it's a little dog, I get him the cup that's, you know, like two ounces. And there are other times where I'd like fill up like a Fenty cup for these German shepherds that are in the car. (laughs) Definitely bent the rules for the good boys. So, um, yeah. So that's being a a window worker. So you never had to to work a drive-thru. No, no. You literally had to walk into the Barnes & Noble to get to our cafe. But between the three of us, you and Allie are the only ones with drive-thru experience. You're pretty beneficial. Uh, to not <laughs> so what What were the, other than not having a drive-thru and you mentioned cake pops, what were some of the limitations that your Starbucks had? Well, we weren't allowed to call it Starbucks. It was Barnes & Noble Cafe, strictly. Okay. We could not take, um, we couldn't redeem stars. You couldn't okay. use the app. You couldn't use gift you cards. Use a gift card? Nope. That was my next question, yeah. You cannot use the <laughs> gift cards because- we're not a Starbucks, so we couldn't accept them. And mm-hmm. our aprons were a different color. Mm-hmm. So normally a Starbucks employee has the green aprons. Ours was mm-hmm. black with the Starbucks logo. So it looks like we're working at a Starbucks, but it's still not a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And I believe some of our recipes were tweaked, but they they were still Starbucks recipes. Like I know right now they have a strawberry funnel cake frappuccino which is first of all awesome i tried it it's really really good it tastes like waffles it mm. does kind of taste like waffles i my first sip i accidentally had all of the the strawberry puree stuff oops all strawberry puree whoops, whoops. <laughs> yeah. yeah so um i thought it was pretty good once i mixed it up a bit oh um, it's not my favorite but definitely pretty good very but refreshing the barnes and noble cafe would definitely sell that like 
Mm-hmm. I think one of the few things we didn't have was the the cookie crunch or whatever it is. The cookie crumbles. Yeah, we didn't have any cookie crumbles, so we couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. But we, we we got oat milk when when they got oat milk, and most of it was basically just like the Starbucks. Our food was just a little bit different. When did you work there? I worked at Barnes and Noble my senior year. No. No, after college, because we were waiting for Mike to get the job at um, Wells Fargo that never happened. So 2019, late 2019? 2020. I quit in February because we were going to be moving. So I put in my two weeks and then the pandemic hit. To be fair, you did move. You just moved in with me. Yeah. (laughs) That's because I tried to escape my evil roommate. Uh That's where you had oat milk back in 2020. Yeah. We got it like, okay, so I worked there from, I think, January till March or something like that. Um, And we just had gotten oat milk the last few weeks that I was there. Really? It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember in, in regards to like the stars and the gift cards and stuff, when I had gotten my partner numbers, they had mentioned, just try not to go to any ones that like in a Target or inside of an airport or anything like that. Usually they don't really work there. So I guess that would have been the same for uh, the Barnes and Noble as well. Yeah, I remember we went to the Target near me and Mike tried to use his thing to redeem stars and they're like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so sorry, we can't. And we were like, oh, can we at least get the points? And they're like, no, I'm sorry, we can't. And I'm just sitting there like, mm, I know this, but I can't say it. <laughs> yeah. what's Their point system is kind of interesting. And it's it's nice that they at least have a point system. But think of like a restaurant or a coffee. So, so say you go to a local coffee shop and they have like punch cards or something. Mm-hmm. On the, on the counter. So you take one, you, you buy a drink and every time you buy a drink, they punch it out. And usually like the 10th or the 11th drink, you get, you get a free drink or something like that. Yeah. Right. It sounds really fair. And Starbucks sort of has that, but the way their stars work, unless you have some benefit or it's a double stars day or something like that. Um, it is typically $1 equals one star. So $1 spent is one star. Okay. So for 50 stars, you can get uh, a free shot, a free extra shot of espresso um, for 150 stars, you can get a free um, brew drink, so something like a drip coffee, mm-hmm. um, or you can get like a bakery item or something like that. And then I think it's 200 to 250 stars that you're able to get any craft drink, so something like a frappuccino, something with like a lot of variations, X, Y, and Z. That's a lot of money to spend to get something free. Let's say you really like Frappuccinos, which is $7 per drink mm-hmm. on average. So 250 divided by seven, you're, that's a lot of drinks. You When you think about it, it's, it's very nice that they have a reward system, but think of how many drinks that you have to get to be able to get a free drink. I mean, that's 35 drinks equals one free drink. 35 on average, if they're all about $7. Can you divide that by seven again to see how many you would have to order like each day five five oh i don't do math (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand your question (laughs) so if you wanted to get a free drink every week you'd have to get five frappuccinos a day jeez you'd need to get five frappuccinos per day which think about it if you're buying for like 
an office or something, you're giving them a lot of business. Say you buy five Frappuccinos for your office for every day. If you work seven days a week, which I don't want to work in that office. Um, <laughs> they, you do that for a whole week and they say, we'll give you one free drink. It's just, it's nice that they have a reward system, but I think it could be a lot lower because any other place you'll spend, you know, buy nine, get 10th free or buy 10 and the 11th is free yeah. or something like that. And they're very generous about that. Um, so I, I can understand it's, it's, it because they're going for a specific dollar amount. I'm sure they have some kind of projection in mind, but that's just a lot. I like, I would never buy that much ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice convenience thing when you're not thinking about it. If you're paying with the app or, you know, you're scanning and you're getting points while you're, if you associate your card with it, then it's, it's technically free money and free drinks at that point. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think that could be lowered a little bit. I think with um, our Brewster's one, we got free ice cream a lot. Yeah. Like their reward system was awesome. Tropical smoothie is kind of the same way. Cause I think you get a free $5 for every 50 you spend. So you basically get a free smoothie every $50 you spend, which is easy yeah. to do a tropical smoothie. Yeah. Yes. When it's you're buying $50. for two, it's like 25 bucks. Yeah. Okay. You ready for your next question? <laughs> Yeah, go for it. I don't. I don't even know what the first question was. <laughs> okay. Um, what is the hardest drink to make? I think I forgot a lot of different things, but every single Starbucks employee does not enjoy making a frappuccino. It is just disrupts the flow of everything, and I feel so guilty if I ever go to a Starbucks and I order a frappuccino, and then like a massive line forms behind me. Because Starbucks is pretty good about their sequencing, which is if it's if it's a hot drink that has a coffee that you have to steam, you start with steaming that, then you're pouring the shots, then you've got the cup and you're adding the different um, uh, syrups or whatever into it, um, making sure you're adding whatever it needs. And it's, it's a very nice sequence where you're always working on two drinks mm -hmm. at a time. Um, and that's for the hot bar and the cold bar as well, because then you're still getting, you still have to be uh, sequencing espresso shots for most of the cold drinks. If you have to make a Frappuccino, it is at almost every Starbucks, a completely different bar with six steps, at least without any variations to it that take a lot of time with the blender and everything. Nobody likes making a Frappuccino because it just stops everything dead in its tracks. The, the running Starbucks joke is uh, every time, Every time you order a Frappuccino, a barista cries somewhere. Do your barista <laughs> favor. Get, get an iced chai with no ice, which is just the chai syrup or the whatever they use as the base for it. it it's chai pumps and then milk or your, mil yeah. your milk of choice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, a hot chai is just having uh, half of the milk steamed and then uh, half water, half hot water with that. See, um, we didn't do that. That's another variation that we did differently. What's that? The the hot chai. It's just all milk. <laughs> Oops, all milk. <laughs> Oops, all milk. <laughs> yeah, all we did was milk and the the chai pumps. The chai. Yeah, it was yeah. basically a chai latte. Yeah, I I prefer my chai drinks to be like that. Which again, that kind of goes back to know what goes into each individual drink. Or if you have a drink that you keep getting. Why don't you just look at the ingredients to make sure it's like, oh, I didn't realize it was half water. Let me try it with, you know, full milk this time. Mm -hmm. So I, I would just say that every Starbucks employee, including myself, um, their least favorite thing to do was make a Frappuccino. Um, I forgot every drink, so I didn't, anytime I was on bar, I didn't enjoy making anything. So what's the easiest thing to make then? 
eyes try no eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, any anything I really enjoyed, you know, just even though it's still got, you know, quite a few steps, I liked making macchiatos, cappuccinos, lattes. They were just right there on the hot bar. Mm-hmm. Um, super easy. Um, uh, any cold drinks, the only thing you had to get ready really was the uh, espresso shots. And while that was pouring, you was getting you were getting the milk ready, getting the different pumps ready, any variations and stuff like that. Um, it, it was just learning the new menu when they started rolling out stuff like the shaken espresso, mm-hmm. where every once in a while Starbucks um, changed the name of something. And there's some confusion around that. Like they used to have a Starbucks double shot, um, which I correctly assumed, well, I incorrectly assumed was a double shot. I mean, that um, seems logical kind of since it's in the name you would yeah. think so um someone had ordered a venti double shot so i gave them a venti whatever they had with it and then two shots with it they're like it's a little bit weak and they're like well did you put five shots and i was like why would i put five shots in a double shot and so they renamed that to the uh starbucks shaken espresso that's the same thing yes what yes. <laughs> It's got it's got some a few different ingredients with it i don't remember the exact specifics of the change um but it would have helped someone if I had come in to Starbucks as an employee after they made that change, it would have been very easy for me. Anybody who was working at Starbucks beforehand and anyone who was ordering that drink at Starbucks beforehand did not really like that change. I mean, that makes sense. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things where you can't really assume anything there and you just want to make sure you're always asking a more weathered barista. Right. So we have a couple of fan submitted questions for you. All right. Shana would like to know, is there such thing as decaf coffee? There is such thing as decaf coffee. I don't know how to go into more explanation than that. Yes, they do have decaf coffee. Um, I don't know if this will be a future question or anything. Uh, Decaf is a, at most Starbucks, not something that they brew regularly because not enough people get it. They have to do it as a pour over, which means that they're grinding the small individual amounts of beans, putting into a paper filter mm-hmm. and then just putting hot water over it. Like you would be making right. an individual cup of coffee at home. Um, so though it is nice because they're saving money because they're not making these giant batches of coffee that they have to toss every 30 minutes, which is true. That's why Starbucks coffee usually doesn't taste burnt or anything like that. It is rotated at the latest every 30 minutes. Which is interesting because Barnes and Noble had a different time limit too. Really? Two hours. Two hours. Two hours. However, none of the coffee I've ever had from them tasted burnt. But I think when I first started trying Starbucks when I was younger, it always tasted burnt to me. And I wonder if those times changed. I think those times definitely changed. I think as we've gotten older and Starbucks is, you know, obviously Starbucks has been a Titan since we've been around, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely gotten more popular and it's a go-to drink for most people our age and stuff like that. Um, So I I think that has maybe gotten a little bit lower. Usually it's three different drinks. You're doing big batches of the regular Pike place, which is just that medium blend You've got a dark roast and a light roast. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the three that you're rotating. Every 10 minutes, you're putting a new one on. So by the time you get through the rotation, it's 30 minutes of pop. Okay. Um, decaf, at least at most locations um, that I have seen, is not one of those big batches because not enough people are doing it. Most people don't go to get coffee unless you know they want to wake up. Obviously, there's exceptions to that. People do want decaf, but it's just not as high demand as caffeinated mm-hmm. coffee. So 
Yes, there's decaf coffee. If you ever see a Starbucks employee kind of sigh when you say that, it's because it's going to take a little bit longer. And they'll probably let you know it's going to take a little bit longer. Branching off of that, in terms of the regular brewed coffee, if you were to order a regular Pike Place, which is just a medium roast, and you ever find it tastes a little bit differently, every once in a while you run out of they'll run out of Pike Place and they'll just add half dark roast and half light roast. And they say, that makes medium, right? That's not how you make medium, nope. but that's what they do. <laughs> it's, it's just a weird misconception that uh, Starbucks employees seem to have. And I don't think they actually believe it. I think they just want to believe it to get through the rush as the Pike Place is brewing again. Okay. Um, but if you ever order that and taste a little bit funny, that's probably what they did. Um, I'd actually like to expand on the decaf question. Um, yeah. Is there no caffeine in decaf coffee? Is that why it's called decaf coffee? I feel like you've done more research than I have at this point. Um, I'm setting you up for this question. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and turn this question back over to you. <laughs> I don't actually know. In my mind, which it was explained to me or just never elaborated on enough, I was thought there was no caffeine in decaf coffee. I'm guessing that's untrue. Uh, decaf coffee does have caffeine. Um, we have talked about that in a previous episode, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, but decaf does have a minor amount of, of caffeine in it. So you, there's the only things that are caffeine free are going to be things without coffee. Yep. I don't know if that's true. Okay. Um, I want to, I want to elaborate on that. I was never given too much explanation for it, but all of the refreshers that they have have a good amount of caffeine. Well, the, okay. Okay. Then I guess things that don't have coffee is the wrong phrase because there are other things that have caffeine naturally, but it's not going to yes. be through coffee. Correct. So you won't have a, a drink that doesn't have caffeine, but also has coffee in it because if there's coffee, there will be caffeine, but there are also yes. other caffeine options without coffee. Yes. Correct. Um, according to NCAUSA.com, uh, oh, excuse me, .org, um, there are two milligrams of caffeine in decaf coffee. Um, 97% or more of the caffeine uh, has been removed. Is that per cup or? Um, it says a typical cup of decaf coffee has two milligrams of caffeine. Compared to a typical cup, which has 95 uh, milligrams of caffeine. Wow. And I think you had discussed it was 300 milligrams of caffeine, the safe kind of limit to be drinking per day? Between 300 and 400, yes. Gotcha. Okay, so when I had 11 shots of espresso, that's probably <laughs> a little bit higher. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe just a little. You might yeah. have been... Uh, activating the fight or flight response there by accident yeah it was just really cool when everything else in time slowed down i could just kind of walk through it and stuff i, I think that's normal right that happens to everybody yeah absolutely yeah. that's the only reason people go to starbucks is to get that yeah. feeling specifically so thank you that's shana that was a really good question to ask yeah especially since i didn't know again world's worst starbucks employee <laughs> <laughs> yes sir this has no caffeine whatsoever i would like to to reinforce the, the statement that I am no longer working there. You do not have to fear about me making your drink and doing it. Some, some other sap has picked me up for another job. So I, I never will ruin your drinks again. My apologies if I ever did that previously to any of the people at the Scottsdale Mayo location in Arizona. So. 
This next question comes from Nate. Thank you, Nate. Um, what does it mean to be cream-based, and how does that affect caffeine? They set you up with some really great questions. Okay, so this is one of my first mistakes that I had made working at Starbucks, because cream-based things don't get coffee typically. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you pour shots of espresso into a cream-based strawberry frappuccino, they don't really like that. Um <laughs> Unless you specifically uh, ask that. Um, But that's the way it was explained to me was anything that is cream-based does not have coffee. Anything that doesn't say cream in it or one of the specialty drinks that you had to memorize does have coffee with it. Um, I have no idea how that affects caffeine. I do know that pretty much everything at Starbucks does have caffeine. Mm -hmm. So is it not cream-based if it doesn't, even if it doesn't have cream in it normally? Like the refresher wouldn't be cream based because it doesn't have cream in it, right? Correct. A okay. refresher is a it's a tea uh, juice base with okay. it, so that's that's kind of an outlier in that category. Okay, but a vanilla bean frappuccino would be cream based because it doesn't have any caffeine in it. Correct. It doesn't yeah, get that so the frapp roast. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's it's it's just the base really to it, and if it makes sense for what the core drink is. So again, strawberry with espresso isn't that good, and the vanilla with you know espresso could be okay, but that's that's not what the vanilla bean is made for. Okay, it's supposed to be that cream base. Hmm, that could be good with. I might try that next time. Just for yeah, fun. and it's a lot of different variations that you can do to it. I mean, that's that's how the dirty chai came along was you know adding those shots of espresso to a chai latte that wasn't supposed to get that but that's a traditional drink that's obviously predates starbucks to have a dirty chai mm-hmm. um but that's that's kind of the mixing with it so adding a you know a shot of espresso to the blend of a vanilla bean frappuccino would probably be pretty good hmm. okay yeah i'll give that a try this next question comes from tall guy 6101 how many Hello, cups of coffee does the barista make in a day and how many are for themselves um Oof. Uh, it, it obviously depends on, it varies per barista. Um, but during a regular morning rush, through, throughout a day, through you have a four-hour, six-hour, eight-hour shift, sometimes a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but those are pretty standard. Um, it's it's not unusual to make 500-plus cups of coffee at a, at a busy location. That's so many. It's, yeah. There, I, I would like to see the actual amount, but I've hundreds go by in just a few hours. You could get like three free frappuccinos with all those drinks. Yeah. <laughs> only three though. Yeah, only three. Yeah. Um, I will say that Starbucks employees definitely, you can get, um, while you're not working there and you're not going to like a Barnes and Noble or something like that, or a Barnes and Noble worker, uh, my apologies to any Barnes and Noble workers out there. Um, you can get uh, one free drink and one free food item while you're not working at Starbucks. So while you're off the clock, any time of day, you can go get one free drink and one free food item. I was broke when I was working at Starbucks. So that was, that was one meal a day. Um, and then when you go to work, when you're, when you're working, you can have as many free drinks as you, you want. Um, and one, another free food item. So again, I was broke. So I usually went to Starbucks in the morning before work or, um, after work. And then while I was at Starbucks, I made sure to eat and drink while I was there too. So two thirds of my meals were coming from Starbucks and they've got good food. So they do. I wish, and they're expensive. Yeah. Um, 
they they keep expanding on their menu um and it's not i'm not going to say that they're healthy food but they're ones that are a lot healthier than other alternatives um but they're pretty good about posting calories protein mm-hmm. um i definitely went through a bunch of ones that had you know the most amount of protein and the least amount of calories i love their bacon gruyere egg bites are they filling um two yeah they come in they come in two um i could probably eat four um but two is a nice snack or a light breakfast okay um, i really like those i i tried the the portobello mushroom ones or the uh i think it was a spinach one you would probably like those a little bit more those I sound delicious really good yeah that's my the kind of food yeah those those were really good um but yeah i i'd say during a, a starbucks workers day on the clock they could have anywhere from two to five drinks if it's a long long shift okay uh, five would be a lot but I've, I've seen it it's scary um and i've personally done it as well so like i said 11 <laughs> shots of coffee that last day that i was uh, or 11 shots of espresso that last day i was working 11 <laughs> shots of coffee you almost get a whole coffee <laughs> This last question comes from Baney Boy. Thank you. Hi, Baney Boy. Mm-hmm. What is your go-to drink? Um, when I started ordering from there, I would get uh, caramel macchiatos. I would only get them hot year-round for the first few years that I ordered them. And I didn't go to Starbucks too much. I started going to Starbucks a lot my senior year of high school because my girlfriend really, really, really liked Starbucks. And that's a pretty good date to go on for just grabbing coffee. Mm-hmm. Um so I started going a lot more end of high school going into college. Um, I would just get hot camel macchiatos and then eventually started branching out to, I like the ice camel macchiato a lot. That one I still return to, but now that I know exactly what's in it, I request different versions of that to make sure I get the amount of shots that I want, the right kind of milk that I want, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the camel macchiato has probably been there the longest. Uh, at the end of high school, I started exploring the secret menu, which, uh, is very cool and people are very creative about it, but can be very, uh, a lot for the breeze that I make. You're, you're putting a whole banana in some drinks, which is unbelievable. They have bananas uh, in stock. They used to, they, they have, you can buy <laughs> bananas there, but you can, you, you would basically buy a banana and get it blended into whatever frappuccino drink so like i've had a mm. uh, a banana pudding drink that required a whole banana inside that sounds it. delicious um, i've had customers give me apple juice to make them certain yeah. th- like a steamed apple something like an apple pie yeah. flavored thing yeah mm. and, and starbucks now carries stuff like apple juice because of that and the the, the secret menu the people who are creating the secret menu are really putting the the starbucks team on their back for that i will say Again, it's very double-edged because people come in and they say, oh, could I get the, uh, the pecan pie drink? And they're like, we don't have that. They're like, it's on the secret menu. It's like, we we don't know what the secret. You have to tell us what it is. And a it's lot a of people are like, oh, both of us. <laughs> most, most people think that, the, most people think that the, the Starbucks secret menu is made by Starbucks people. And I didn't really? understand that when I first started. I didn't understand that when I was getting it the first time either. Okay. I was like, well, where, where do they keep the secret menu? They're like, it's online. I was like, why wouldn't they post it in stores? It's not theirs. Okay. <laughs> uh, right now, I love just a nitro cold brew of sweet cream. It's it's really good. It's it's not over the top. It's still, um, it's got that sweetness with the, the sweet cream in it. It just gives it a little bit of sugar to it. 
but doesn't taste like dessert like you would find with a frappuccino or sometimes with the caramel macchiato. Well, that is all the questions I have for you. Allie, do you have any questions for our barista? Um, I was trying to think of one earlier and in the anxiety of talking to a Starbucks team about a random topic, totally couldn't think of one. That's perfectly fine. (laughs) Tim, do you have any stories that you want to share with us about working at Starbucks? So I don't have any overwhelming stories. I could probably think of something as soon as I get off of this call. (laughs) Um, But I just, I think what I remember the most about working there besides, you know, the people were nice. It was a nice environment, but there are some people who have very obviously never worked in a coffee shop or in a restaurant or any sort of food service before and just love, love to ruin the days of the people who are working there and just try to abuse the system. And it's like, we see you come in here every day. We like, and I don't know, Starbucks is very good about helping people who are in need for sure. Mm-hmm. Like we have very often said, oh, you know, just wave like a, you know, a, re- a refill for someone who is very obviously counting quarters at the, at the cash register and stuff like that. And they're, they're very kind to people who are in need of it. And there are other people who just abuse that system. Just, they see people who are very kind behind the counter and they ask for one drink that's very small. And then they add so many variations to it um, or just, kind of tell someone for a variation that would cost money, they don't put it on the order, but they let them know while they're making it. So they're kind of, kind of hollering at them across the bar as they're trying to make their drinks and just abuse the system. Like you can, for one of the refreshers, uh, the strawberry assay one, you're getting, you know, a scoop of strawberries in it. And this guy, I just remember just kept like adding more ice, adding more strawberries, adding more ice and just coming back and ended up leaving with like three different drinks. One, because it was just being remade. And two, he had just taken one small drink and added so many variations and then not paid for them to make him three drinks. And then he just walked out and he did this very regularly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, if you can afford to be going to Starbucks every day, which let's face it is maybe a little bit more expensive um, than some other coffee shops that you can be going to. Um, Just be appreciative and don't try to work the system because people are going to be nice and they're going to continue to be nice, but that doesn't mean you should be able to keep getting away with that. I, I just, I remember that being very frustrating to me. Um, So if you're going to Starbucks, um, appreciate what the people are doing there. It is a nice job and they are getting paid well, considering it is an entry level job. Um, But that doesn't mean that, these people are here to wait on you hand and foot, you know, be nice, ask them questions. They've got some good expertise unless they're me. Um, so just, I don't know. Don't, don't abuse that system, that's I fair. guess. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's, maybe that's a little bit more of a somber note. To end <laughs> <on>. <laughs> so, um, Do you have any memories that really stick out where you're like, wow, this was such a great experience for today? Um. I think it's, it's really the people that I remember the most. Like it's always satisfying on for personal love for me to be able to do something that um, I wasn't able to do before. So a lot of the drinks that I was, I was really stressed and was, you know, having someone hover over me and still getting it wrong Mm -hmm. to be able to be confident on the bar for, you know, a semi rush or something like that. That felt really good. And to be able to, to get all those drinks down and know that these people are coming here every day for these type of drinks and you're, you're able to give that to them. That, that feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just kind of finding joy in whatever you're doing. Um, I had been doing this um, whenever I go to a Starbucks. I think that 
happiness is not really something that you can go out and ask the universe for and you're going to get it. I think it's very cruel about when you don't get it. And if you need it, sometimes you don't always get it. And that is not really good for you. But I think it's so unbelievably easy to create happiness in the world. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot easier to create it than to get it when you need it. So whenever I go to, and I, I know it's simple, but like going to a Starbucks, just like paying for the person behind you. I love doing that when I'm having a really bad day because it kind of brightens my day a little bit because yeah. I mean, that sounds really selfish, but it, it makes me feel better knowing that I made someone else's day better, even though I'm yeah, having that's, a really that's, crappy day. That's exactly what I'm doing because, and it, it's, you know, it, it's kind of selfish in a way where you think that like, I'm having a bad day, so I'm going to pay it forward to someone. And obviously you're being nice to that person, but it, it's what if you were that person behind you and you were having a really bad day and then, um, you know, someone had bought your drink and that it's, it's, it feels good to be able to make someone's day and then maybe someday it'll come back around to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so before I even worked at Starbucks, you know, I'll do that at different restaurants or I'll do that for coffee. Um, but working as working on the window or something, it was so cool to see one person just go out of their way and say, Hey, I want, I want to pay for, um, the person behind these drinks and then the next 50 people are always paying it forward. And that was, that was a really cool kind of experience to be able to see that. And it just, the little, the little bit of joy that you get for paying for someone else's drink, imagine seeing that 50 times in the row. And it's like, it's, it's very heartwarming kind of seeing people be good for once, Aww. you know, yeah. so that, that, that's why I really enjoyed working the window. Not only did you get to see and have those really nice connections with people who came in regularly or just asked people how their day was, but when people would go out of their way to do good for other people or just be really kind to you at the window, it, it kind of makes up for the people, like I said, who really like to abuse the system. So I think it was equal parts. You would see the, uh, the most not fun people showing up to Starbucks and then get it immediately redeemed, um, with some really nice people, mm -hmm. um, showing their colors. So that, that was, that was really fun. And that's why I like working the window because you got to see all these wonderful people. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So th those were my, you know, biggest takeaways from Starbucks besides the fact that the unlimited times that I apologized for how many orders that I messed up or <laughs> stuff like that. But I, I, I enjoy talking to the people a lot um, by being nice as a worker, by being nice as a customer, anything like that. Um, I don't know. You got you to gotta make a lot of people's day. So that, that was a lot of fun. I did enjoy that part of the job. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you have any experiences in the drive-thru that you're like, wow, I wish I didn't exist. I wish these people were gone. Um, so I've worked, like I said, a lot of restaurant jobs or stuff. Right before I was a uh, barista, I worked as a um, bartender um, at, a, at a brewery slash cidery. And I worked some weddings and different things. And people, I don't, I don't know what it is about baristas or bartenders they they really love to kind of give you their opinion mm -hmm. <laughs> as someone who works for tips or works based on hospitality and making people happy you have to be very good about going straight down the middle with all of your answers and what's interesting to find is that let's say someone comes up to you and you're like oh how are you doing today they're like uh you know i'm doing fine something 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 political opinion and you say, hey, man, I don't think anybody knows what's going on or something like that. <laughs> you say something so down the middle, they just automatically assume that you're agreeing with them. And they're like, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, that's usually the end of it. And like you have people thinking, 
you're leaning one way politically or another way politically. And like, that's fine. And, and obviously it's, it's coffee. It's not politics. So you shouldn't be, you know, having a UN debate right there over a cup of coffee. <laughs> um, but there were people, and I worked in, you know, the middle of the pandemic was when I got this job. Um, and so I would have people come up and give their opinions one way or the other way. And you just, you try to stay down the middle and it's usually their first opinion. You say something neutral and their second opinion and they, they walk away thinking that it's fine. And this lady was just laying into me all of, she was like, you understand what you understand all this nonsense and like just all of her stuff. And like, obviously I'm not going to get into specifics or anything, but you give people an inch sometimes and it is, they, they like to tell you everything about their life. Um, oh, so working, I don't, I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you're going to order Starbucks, um, that's not your therapist. Don't, <laughs> don't treat them like a therapist. We're happy to ask about your day, but it, it should be a few sentence exchange, <laughs> but they're, they're not getting, they're not getting paid enough to be your therapist. Hospitality, but not that much hospitality. Yeah. 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 We want to get to know you, but not like know you, know you. So. <laughs> we did, we just yeah. want to know like what your favorite color is, not like how yeah. bad your mom was to you while you were three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we want to hear like the stuff that you ask on a first date, like oh, like yeah, like you said, your favorite color. We don't want to hear about like your childhood trauma or anything <laughs> like that. Always <laughs> good. So yeah, I I just there's always interactions that I remember of people when I'm trying to you know go down that line right down the middle that people just love to recruit you to whatever their thought process is and you see a nice slew of people and it it makes it interesting um so you've got to have kind of a good sense of humor about that so yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i don't i don't know a good note to end on or anything that i should be saying (laughs) i definitely want to thank both of you guys for having me on i had a lot of fun being on here um uh, again, one final apology to anybody I might have made a drink for. <laughs> if you're looking, if if you're someone who's either in between jobs, if you're looking for, if you like um, different restaurant-based jobs, or if you if you're looking for a job in any sort of um, food and beverage, Starbucks is a great place to go. They've again, they have really good benefits. Um, they're really kind to each one of their employees, and they're very conscious about how much effort you put in. And if you want to make a career out of it, you can. If you want to make a few months out of it, you can as well. Um, and they're going to respect that. When I ended up leaving Starbucks, it was because not only was I getting another job, but I was getting another job in something that I really enjoyed doing. I was working for um, a film studio that I continued to work for. And they were, even though they were losing me and they were short-staffed, they were so happy for me. And Mm. they were just really supportive of their individual people, even when it's beyond them. So it's, it's a really nurturing place to go even if it's just a job if you're just looking for a job if you're looking for a career it's also another great place to go great money starting out um i i I thought it was wonderful even though i wasn't the best it it was a wonderful place to work so i would definitely recommend poking your head over there and they pay for your college if you're trying to get to go through college that's That's a good plus (laughs) yeah yeah Well, thank you so much for being on. I'm sure we'll actually probably have you on in future episodes again when we don't know how to pronounce something italian so yes I'm pretty sure I'll need you uh, later because there's definitely some Italian words that I'm going to need some help pronouncing. <laughs> I, am, I am by no means uh, fluent, but I am uh, mezzo fluente, so uh, half. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I, I really appreciate being on. I'd be happy to be on at any point. And if you need someone to uh, make fun of with no coffee experience, it's me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah.
thank you for joining us today. You've been absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah, thank you again for having me. Uh, if you have any custom drinks that y'all continue to uh, recommend on the podcast, uh, I will definitely be trying them, especially now that I have access to uh, an espresso maker and stuff like that. Um, I definitely like what you guys are doing. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yay. Cool. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. All right. Well, that's all I have for this episode. Um, so I'd like to thank our listeners. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, I did see that on Apple Podcasts, someone gave us a five-star review. However, I was not able to look at who it was, so I'm so sorry. Well, whoever you are, thank you so much. Um, if you gave us that five-star rating, you can send us like your username or something uh, at our email at webrewgood at gmail.com. And we will thank you four times. I don't know, three times on our podcast and once to that email. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could also find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at webrewgood. And you can also listen to our podcast at webrewgood.podbean.com. That's webrewgood.podbean.com or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And like I said before, if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and I looked, I don't know if you can do it on Google, um, we will thank you personally, or at least we will try really, really hard Send us an email just in case until we get that figured out. Um, mm -hmm. But we would really, really appreciate it. Um, spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell your neighbor's cat. You know, get get that word out for us. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, we're going to head over to record an episode you heard like four weeks ago. <laughs> but in the meantime. See you in the past. <laughs> see you earlier. <laughs> in the meantime. Stay brutiful. Stay, Stay brutiful. Can you hear the dumbest joke? Sure. It's not. That's nothing to do with coffee. I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, it was it's the Drake format where it's like the him looking away and then like that. Mm -hmm. And it's the first one him looking away is diamond. And then the one where he likes it is cold dot zip. Because <laughs> it's compressed. <Boo. laughs>